Yes, we're here live and in person. We braved the snowflakes, snowflakes, and um, it was really snowing when I came in. I left the house at two thirty because I just wanted to get. I didn't know if I was going to be taking the back roads or the highway. And the highway was good. I just drove fifty. I did, you know. I mean, these idiots are flying by me. So it's like, yeah, if you want to spin, I don't care. Hit some slush and phew, there you go. You well, know? yeah, exactly. That's what that was my concern uh, was that people were just driving like knuckleheads out I know there. Our, and these back roads are the territorial drive that back here. Yeah, that was a little. You know what I mean? It was it, they plowed, but I feel so bad for those cars that are like literally socked in by the plow. I know. Like, I mean, whoa. <laughs> to be quite honest, like. I, if I were someone who needed to park on the side of the road because I didn't have a space to put my car, uh-huh. like a garage or anything, I quite honestly would have found like a, I don't know, a public garage and I would have left my car there overnight because. I was thinking of that. Yeah. Or go to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of, you know, hang out until the plows come by and right. then come back, you know? Yeah. Because it's <laughs> like, I, I mean, just like at the top of the show when you were talking about that guy mm-hmm. trying to dig Just out right his out car. Down here. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like. You know, there are going to be so many people being like, I need to get someplace, but and, and I don't the, have time to dig my car out of anything. So many of the city slickers have, uh, that park on the streets, have the putt-putts. Yeah. You know, where you get to pick them up and lift them over the snowbank. Right. <laughs> kind exactly. of, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just can't imagine. I guess if I knew we were getting this much snow, I would like kind of sit and wait and say, okay, try to figure out when the plows are coming through. Right. If you know, if you kind of, if there's a certain time, you know, whether you call city hall, I yeah. don't know. I guess I would just live in my car so that if the plow comes, I get the heck out of the way so that I can get back and then I'm plowed out and yeah. I can, you know, I, I would make, a, I have dinner in my car. I'd yeah. listen to the stereo. You know, it's like camping it. in your car yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, yeah, go get some gas so I can make sure. Yeah. I, to me, it'd be well worth it instead of, well, going, and that's, yeah. I can't find right. my car. And that's what I was thinking about, like finding like a public parking lot uh-huh. or a garage because I'm like paying for an overnight or 24 hour or whatever is well worth it if I can get my car out of, yes. out of it without any hassle. Yep. And then you have to think about, I mean, yeah, granted, you may have to walk or may do an Uber or something, yeah, yeah. but I'd rather do an Uber and again, pay for it because it'd be well worth it than to, like you said, I don't know where my car is yeah. now because the plow has covered it in yeah, snow. No, and, and it's so heavy. That's the yeah. thing when they move it like that. Right. It is no, it's like, it's like uh, a it's cement. A, yeah. A bricks. It's, it's like, yeah. yeah you do a it's bricks. the snow that's good for making snowmen. Uh, it's just, yeah. No, thank you. No, thank yeah. you. So, uh, well, okay, what lies at the bottom of the ocean and twitches? Sand. Sand doesn't twitch. It does with the waves. It kind of, you that know. swishes. Moves. Okay, well, swish, twitch. Okay. Kind of the same thing. What lies at the bottom of the sea and twitches? A nervous wreck. Oh. <laughs> okay. All right, fine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, but how is it nervous? Who knows? See, that's where that, yeah. Nervous uh, wreck. Where's Paul Black when you need him? Whatever. Polly, call I wonder, him, please. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if he if he smiled when I gave him his book. I gave him I his hope he's working book. on it. I, I know. Gave him his I, joke book. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. And then he's he, going to have to give it back to you. That way we can read his answers. There you go. Mm-hmm. I'll take some copies of some of the real good ones. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. I agree. Some of these could have many answers. To exactly. So, I mean, that? we were we were on a roll yes, that day we with good answers. I know. Yeah, Paul, he thinks like that. He thinks like a kid. That's because he is a kid. He's I like know. two years old. So, And he's a dad, too. Yeah. <laughs> So that works out pretty good. Say, we had a cancel yesterday. Just that Dr. Just and I had a nutrition class. And uh, we, it was originally supposed to be from uh, 1 to 3. And then we decided, okay, we're going to move it up. Hopefully, we can get, before, get it in now before the snowstorm. So we moved it to 10 to noon. 
and I got, oh, it looks so pretty. I got it all set up, and it was just, oh. And so then, you know, at eight or at quarter to eight, it's like, you know, why not? And then I'm watching the news, and it's just that like we were going to go for it. And then, you know, it started snowing, and all of a sudden, you know, then I got uh, like eight or se- seven or eight people that called or emailed me and said, yeah, I'm not tra- chancing it. And just luck would have it. You know, I called Jess and said, okay, if we try to reschedule this, what's your calendar like? And she said, well, I got the 28th off. And I'm like, really? And I looked at mine. We had them. So it was just meant to be that we, so we rescheduled the pet nutrition class for April 28th uh, from 1 to 3 on April 28th. And so if anybody, if you were wanted to come to this one and you couldn't uh, and you you want to sign up, it, it's it's open again now. So so please, uh, so the pet nutrition class with Dr. Jessica Levy and myself is for dogs and cats no dogs or cats uh only humans uh, we're educating you because if you bring me bring your dog then you're gonna be paying all your attention to the dog or other dogs and then not paying attention to what we're t- trying to teach you <laughs> so and that's what handouts handouts are involved okay let's head hey you got a question give a holler 651-641-1071 651-641-1071 and then we got Wapiti, w-a-p-i-t-i labs inc.com and then we got Nutrisource, N-U-T-R-I, source, petfoods.com. Then we got Northwestern uh, Veterinary, I think it's clinic, uh, com for the Northwestern Veterinary Clinic that I advertise, you know, on Amory, that low-cost bay and neutering and low vet, you know, anytime you go out of the cities, the vet are always cheaper. And then we want to welcome Pet Cremation of Minnesota, Pet Cremation of Minnesota. So I imagine that's Pet Cremation mn.com yes so there we go so i you know there's a lot yeah we got um, it's really nice when people believe in to to spot and then wapiti i love saying wapiti and people are like i don't get it i don't understand the name of the company i said i think it's way cool it's like anti-icky poo i love anti-icky poo you just like to say fun words yes i do (laughs) and so that's why wapiti i think it's so cool wapiti 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 i think you also like to say diatomaceous earth diatomaceous earth (laughs) Die tomato earth. Yeah. Diotomaceous earth. Exactly. There we go. And you know, it took me three years to say terminal. Terminal? I couldn't say terminal to save my butt. Oh, dear. And airplane. I also had a problem with airplane. It was aeroplane. <laughs> I couldn't get that O out of there. Instead of just saying airplane, I'd look at it and still say aeroplane. Well, I think it's or like aerodynamics and stuff like that. Yeah. But terminal, I used to be the joke in the office when I worked at NCR Compton. They said anytime the girls are uh, in the office and wanted to laugh, they'd say, okay, Kate, try to say terminal. And I, for the life of me, I, I, do that I just me. had a mind block. I couldn't get that out of my lips to save my butt. My mom's friend, Patty, can't say embassy. Oh, embassy. Okay. Like embassy sweets okay, yeah. or anything. She'll say empussy. Oh, okay. And so every time I need a little chuckle and I'm around her, I go, hey, Patty, what's that? What's that hotel called again? She's like, she goes, um, um, it's called M. Yeah. She goes, you yeah. know what it's called. Yeah. And I yeah. go, no, 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 but I need you to say it. I know. It was so a, we always get a good chuckle out of her. Yeah, because the, the big thing at NCR Compton was, what, what's Cheryl working on? What is Cheryl working on? Yeah. What's that What's that machine called that Cheryl's on? Yeah. And that's called, it was a, the Terminal. You terminal. Know, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, that was on TV last night with oh, Tom Hanks. The, it was? The Terminal, yeah. Oh. And I totally forgot about that movie. That was that was a very interesting movie. So I forgot about that movie, too. Yeah. No, huh. I, I can't believe And I don't have it in my collection. God knows I got 800 other ones, but well, I don't have Terminal. looks like you need to so, find it. No, I just think yeah. so. Okay, we got to go. So 651-641-1071. And who's up next? We have Wendy on the line. And right. Wendy has a question about when is the appropriate time to neuter her dog. Oh, the million-dollar question nowadays. Yes. yes, it is. Hey, Wendy, how you doing? Hi there, I'm doing great. Are you stu- Have you been stuck in this snowstorm? Have you been? Are you shoveling? What are you snow blowing? What are you up to? 
Oh, we snow blowed. Luckily, I have a nice young man here at my house who snow blowed for me. So oh, that was really nice. That we, is, got, we were able to get out. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. But then, you know, it's so funny. Sometimes you, know, you you get all plowed out or snow blowed out and you get out on the main streets. It's like, what am I doing out here? I'm going back. <laughs> it, was exactly. safe, it was safer in your driveway. At least you could move in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So what yeah. do we got? So I have a uh, chocolate cockapoo who just turned seven months. His name is Sully, and I'm wondering when you recommend that we um, neuter him. Um, I've asked and I've researched, and it just sounds like I get a different answer from everyone, so I wanted to get your opinion. Yeah, you know, that's everybody's personal opinion, because that's really, uh, uh, times are changing. Now a lot of the vets are saying, oh, wait till they're two years old. You know, I'm from the school Mm -hmm. of that once they start lifting their leg on their own, you know, not just they got too close to the tree, but they're actually lifting their leg to pee on stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. That means their hormones are doing the flip-flop. They're becoming a man, right? And so, uh, in my book, that that's when I, if I had a dog that had to be male dog, that's when I would get my dog fixed, all right? Because okay. that's when the testosterone is doing the flip-flop and you know, okay. thus becoming a man. And now the new wave of thinking, you can go to dogsnaturallymagazine.com or healthypets.marcola.com and they do, okay. they have articles on it and, you know, the pros and cons. You know, a lot of them are saying if the, the boys keep their nuts and that extra testosterone in their, in their system helps with bone growth and such like that. Oh. You know, but on the other hand, you know what I mean? I really, I really think that over vaccinations destroy a lot more than you know getting them neutered at maybe seven eight months. I do okay. agree with the thing under six months. I totally am against, but I also understand that the rescue groups have to do that because they used to, uh, you know, you get a certificate and you're supposed yeah. to get your fix, and they never go get them fixed. And so now they and nothing goes out of the rescue groups without being fixed. No matter if it's a ten week old puppy, it's fixed. I do. Wow. I do do not like number one that young of a puppy under anesthesia and number two that they haven't benefit from the extra hormones and such like that but their hands are kind of tied and so because we put a good niche into you know the pet population as far as you know decreasing it you know where we got to ship dogs up from down south they have dogs to adopt up here because we've done such a good job but mm-hmm. uh, but i do i in my book once the dog starts lifting their leg and you know maybe you know in another couple of weeks on a regular basis to me that's mm-hmm. and both testicles are down that's mm-hmm. the time to get them fixed and now the new thing with the female dogs is don't do a complete hysterectomy do a partial you know so there, there's so much new stats out there but i just of the book that okay if you let a male dog run around with his balls for you know two years that's what they're saying you know the better mm-hmm. they could benefit the most from well then you know what he can smell a girl and heat two two miles away and i'm sorry right. it'd be just like humans <laughs> if we never got sex sex we don't know what we're missing right but the thing is, is we get it once and it's a whole different ball game and that's the same thing with boy dogs and that's why people that think well i'm just gonna breed them once and then get them fixed it's like you just open a can of worms that you ain't gonna be able to tuck under so, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so it's it, your individual. You've got to weigh what you feel you're comfortable with. I would be comfortable, like I say, because some male dogs don't mature until ten months, eleven months, as far as they're late lifting their legs on a regular basis. You know, mm-hmm. uh, every dog is different. Usually, the smaller dogs mature faster. You know, they were their leg lifting between you know seven and nine months on a regular mm-hmm. basis, and the giant, you know, the bigger breeds, it's usually ten to twelve months. But that that okay. to me to me that's a gauge that the, the you know the hormones are doing the flip-flop and then you can decide from that point on okay 
Oh, great. Thank you for your input. I really appreciate okay, it. Okay, yeah, you can go to those two websites too, but it is, it's, it, you know, I just don't agree with, I know there's more side, bad side effects if you get them neutered and spayed too young, you know, under six months. There's a lot Got more it. bad things, but otherwise, well, oh, six months or better, you know, but we've done it for a gazillion years, not, you know, not that we've done it right, but to me, I don't, I don't know. But like I said, over-vaccination causes a lot more arthritis problems and joint degeneration and such like that. So that's a bigger thing to look at. Okay. Gotcha. Thank you so much. Okay, you bet. Have a great snow day. Yeah, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yeah, snow day. Can you imagine? You know, now look at all the storms that have come in, have come in on a Sunday. So then Monday morning traffic, you know, stunk and then i and of course i got a new puppy class tomorrow night so we have to get everything you know plowed out and and because i got puppy class tomorrow night you have people coming to you people coming and just hopefully our lovely city of hugo will keep the stupid plows out so that you know people can actually come down the roads and get to work to my house yes my door just like i told that one gal you know she snowballed you know that doesn't make any difference you know you can get out of your driver but then can you go anywhere right (laughs) yeah so anyway oh yeah we're gonna go to break yes we do sorry no, it's Look all at, you good. Gotta, you're, you catching, you're catching on. You're getting closer. Oh, yeah, I'm getting closer. <laughs> Why do gorillas have big nostrils? Why do gorillas have big nostrils? Yes, we're back. There's still snow outside. Now i got to get back to Hugo, and I know I can do it. Yes, I know I can. Yes, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Just drive to the conditions. I have four by putter and four-wheeler, and then I go very slow. These four buyers that just think they're four buyers so they can go the speed limit, and then all of a sudden, you know, you get up a little bit farther, and guess who's in the ditch? <laughs> Dummies. Why do gorillas have big nostrils? Um, think about it. Think about it. Think thinking, about it. Think thinking, about it. I'm think thinking. about it. Uh, gorillas. Gorillas. Too, too. Um, uh, I, nah, I got nothing. Because they have big fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Okay. So the finger can fit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. All right. All right. I got I'm, I'm telling you, these are Polly's jokes. There you go. He would have gotten that one. There you go. He's also a boy, so he would have gotten to the nose picking right away. So yeah, there you go. Say, so, hey, Bark for Life is coming up May second, Saturday, down at Afton or Afton <laughs> Barker's Alp in Afton or Bayport, technically. But anyway, so Bar- so please join my KDK nine team. Go to RelayForLife.org/slash/Stillwater or Bark Stillwater MN. RelayForLife.org/slash Bark Stillwater MN. I join my KDK9 team. Uh, you can, or you can get your own team together because, and the highest team uh, fundraisers will get a really nice first prize uh, basket, dog bed, and just a whole bunch of stuff that Four Perfect Pets helps us. Diane up there helps us out with. And then um, otherwise, you can uh, do an individual, raise your own because there's uh, top prize winners for the team and for the individuals. And for people that join my KDK9 team, I have a nice. Thing or basket and, and stuff and junk for humans and dogs uh, for my, whoever's uh, top fundwinder on the KDK9 team. So please, uh, if you come on down, it's uh, a uh, they're going to have a 5K run to start out with at 8 in the morning. Then they're do, doing yoga in the park at 8.30. Then the Bark for Life starts at 9. And that's May 12th. That's only just a drop bucket away, not less than a month now. So uh, please, this is our fifth year. Last year, we and all the fundraising goals for the American Cancer Society. I lost my mom to breast cancer in 99. And then I dealt with cancer all at eight years ago, I think it was now. God, it doesn't seem like it's been eight years. But anyway, and so like they say, so American Cancer Society, we need to, they, they do a lot of good out there. So for the run, are you allowed to run with your dog? Yep. yep. You okay. can run with your dogs. You betcha. Perfect. Yep. It's a 5K. I don't know how many miles is there. Is that three? 3.2. Okay. Yep. Yep. So that starts at eight. And then they do, uh, 
whatever you call it. Uh, like I said, now this year's new is yoga in the park with a dog, with your dog. Oh, yeah, okay, yoga, very good. dog, yeah. yoga, human yoga in the park. And then, the, like I said, the, and then at the park, we have, you know, dog games. Uh, we got dog agility that you can work your dog on. We got vendors. We got food. We've got a uh, silent auction. It's a lot of fun. I mean, it is a lot of fun. Yeah. And we, there was two years ago, we froze our butts off. I mean, we were all in parkas. And yeah. uh, it's not, last year was uh, just right. Uh, it's perfect sun. And it was just great. And awesome. So, but and then we have, uh, like I said, we got food and uh, Kowalski's food truck comes. Oh, I love Very Kowalski's. Good. Yeah, really good food. And so that's why, and it's uh, just go online to Relay for Life slash Bark Stillwater MN or go to my Katie Canine uh, website. There's a link there or go to my Facebook page. There's a link there or go on Facebook, go to Bark Stillwater MN and then that you'll be able and to, you'll be to able see to what's find going it on. Yeah. So please, 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 please get aboard because we need uh, it's, it's just so much fun. It's an event. You know, it's not. Yeah, it, just, it, it is. And, and it's something to do with your dog. And it's a family orientated. The kids just have a blast. That's and, my, good. and my daughter's coming in on May 5th, you know, with the two grandsons. Oh, and so I'm hoping that maybe they'll they'll come they'll on come down. They'll come with you. Yeah. Yep. yep so. That'll be fun. Yep. So we'll see what happens. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. So I don't bring my dogs. I just bring myself because I'm just too busy doing all the things that I don't have chance. I don't have time to keep. Well, people hear your voice and then they yeah. go, Katie. There she is. There she blows. All right. Okay, let's go to the phone lines. Okay, we have Carol on the line. And Carol has a question about potty training for her new toy poodle. Potty training toy poodle. Hi, Carol. How you doing? Hello. Good. How are you? Good, good. Are you all shoveled out? I am. Yes, I got shoveled out uh, this morning, so I was so happy about that. I was able to get to the store and get um, get goodies so that um, I was able to um, have food in the house again. Well, there you go. There you go. You know, is it starting to pile up again now? Boy, because it's really down here at the um, station. It's really snowing yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. It's starting. To, it's snowing pretty good right now. Oh, so. good gravy. <laughs> Lovely yeah. April the 15th, isn't it? <laughs> I, I know. It's crazy. I know. But anyways, I'm, I guess today I had um, gotten this little little toy poodle. He's uh, eight months old. Eight months? And, yeah, eight months. I had uh, last night, I do um, probably remember. I was calling you last year around this time about my little toy poodle, Martini, who was having seizures. And uh, he um, went to the Rainbow Bridge in January. Or, oh. Yeah, just this January. And so, yeah, and yeah, I remember like, Martini because that's the first Martini that I've ever talked about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We, we were at one of the, the store right off of um, 169 in 36th there. I had met you and I had Martini yes. with me. Yeah, so he went to the Rainbow Bridge, but now we got uh, this beautiful white little guy. He's a he's a pure white uh, poodle and he's eight months and I it's been so long with the the potty treating okay. and um, he I have him on a two you know the morning and, and night time for for feeding and so I'm just wondering on how you go with the potty treating how long after you feed him. Should you know? Should I wait for him to go on outside? Right. The main thing with potty training is is that uh, probably first thing in the morning you get a piddle and a doo doo. That's a given. All right. Mm-hmm. Now you mm-hmm. take the dog out to the potty spot, stand still, tell him go potty, go potty. When he goes potty, good potty, very nice, good potty. But only two minutes outside. That's it. Oh, if he doesn't okay. get his piddle and his doo doo done in the morning, he just gives. You, I mean that at that time, you know, he just did a piddle. Bring him mm-hmm. back in. Wait a minute or two. Take him back out. Try it again. Two okay. more minutes. 
minutes. So only two minutes. That's the longest you stay outside. Now, okay. let's say, so you've been out twice. All you got was piddle, but, you know, it's morning, so you should be getting that doo-doo. Then you bring him back in, put him in your kennel, and feed him. And then um, about maybe 10, 15 minutes after he gets done eating, take mm-hmm. him back outside, and 10 to 1, now you get the doo-doos. How many pounds okay. is he? Um, I'm really not sure. I, um, yeah, I, um I'm thinking maybe about uh, six pounds. Maybe. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. yeah because then, it, like I said, whenever something goes in the front door, there's always something coming back out the back door. Yeah. Okay. So if you see him drinking water, you know, about 10 minutes after he gets done drinking water, mm-hmm. right when he wakes up from a nap, take him out to go potty. Right after okay. he's been go- playing kind of hard, have him go potty. And until okay. now, how long have you had this little guy? I just, just got him yesterday. Oh, my. He's brand new. Yeah. What did you name yeah. him? His name's Henry. Henry, oh, I like Henry. <laughs> Henry with an R, an I, or a Y? Uh, why? Okay. A lot of people mm-hmm. go, I didn't think of it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, okay, good old Henry there. And so then, mm-hmm. now, in the, for the least the next couple of weeks, let him drag a six-foot nylon leash around with him and keep mm-hmm. him uh, in your room. You know, I mean, he doesn't get a chance to leave your eyesight because okay. you don't want to come around a corner and find presence, all right? Well, if, yeah, exactly. And if you don't have time to watch him, then either build a, you know, have a playpen with baby gates for him or put mm-hmm. him in his kennel so you know where he is so they can understand what potty is called and where to put it. And okay. now you, he doesn't need to be on puppy food, just a regular good food, you know, like Nutrisource right. or Pure Vita is really mm-hmm. a, a good uh, good way to go. And then, like I said, the big thing is now, because you just brought him home, he has no idea who you are and right. what's going on and what do you want. And so now you've got to start building that teamwork, you know, what sit means and down mm-hmm. and walk on a leash and things like that, all right? Right, right. So, but if we're yeah. in right now, let him drag a nylon leash around the house so that if he, try, if he does something, you got something to quick step on and grab. Mm-hmm. Or if he, you know, like let's say he's up on something, you don't want him, you know, then instead of going and pick him up, just kind of pick up the leash and say, uh-uh, wrong. Mm-hmm. And so okay. now he can start understanding what you want from him and you can follow through. Because like sure. I say, right okay. now he has no idea, you know, who you are, what this house is, his territory or nothing. So he's, you know, kind of, and then when you go outside, keep him on a long line, you know, so mm-hmm. that he doesn't, okay. so he gets used to coming, you know, with you and I'm getting Noah's name. Now, is his name Henry or did you name him? Uh, no, the the uh, the uh, um, reader okay. that I had gotten him from had named him. Oh, okay, okay, sounds yeah. good. Yeah, okay, so because the Henry Fragments. Okay, good. But see, that's yeah. the thing is that you now he's got to know, understand who you are, what you need from him, and what the rules of the house are. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, and yeah, so. And then, and then, one more thing is that uh, one thing I, I did the last time that was a no-no was to have um, Martini, my, my other little guy, be in bed with us. Well, this time I have um, Henry in his crate now. Okay. Should I, is it okay if I leave the crate downstairs? Should I leave it downstairs? Uh, you, and, know, you know, be, uh, to, to help with body and get to know you better, I would put him in the kennel in your bedroom at night. Oh, you think so? okay. And the reason is because then he gets used to your smells, your sound, and such like that. So, okay. you know, he's just not all by himself kind of ostracized. He's still okay. part of the pack. He just doesn't have to be, you know, in the bed with you type thing, okay? Okay, okay. Because yes, that's so what I, I would do. I okay. Yeah, I oh, would, and oh. if you want to, for you know, have two kennels, one upstairs, one downstairs. And okay. it's because your goal is that hopefully you don't need the kennel cause on a regular basis, but he likes the kennel in case you do need it. And, right. you know, all is right with the world, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 Anything thank else? You for your help. Okay. Well, if you got any other okay. questions, don't hesitate to give me a call, kiddo. Thank you very much. You bet. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye.
Oh, boy, she just got him like yesterday. My, oh, I should have said, and so how long did it take you to get home after you picked him up? Like you, a uh, 20 minute drive turned into a three hour drive. Well, yesterday it was just, it was just goofy. My, my grandson was going to come down for dinner. I made homemade chow mein and chocolate fudge pudding cake. And he just lives down the block, you know, at uh, Will's son's house. I'm the inherited grandma. But anyway, he's, you know, not even a mile down the road, but he has a little impala. And it's just like, you know, kid, it's snowing out there a lot and the drifts are deep. And he, he's, he doesn't have a truck that sits up. And sure as Benetti, no, Grandma, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. And well, he's supposed to be there at 6. And then uh, it's quarter after 6. It's like, okay, what's going on? And so I call him and I said, and so where are you? Right. <laughs> and he says, well, at home. And he's I like, said, just kidding. oh, good, you decided to stay home? He yeah. said, no, we could try to go into the driveway. And yeah, it didn't work. We got <laughs> hung up. And so we got once we got unstuck, we just backed out and came back home. Yeah. And I'm just kind of like, good. You know, but the thing is, is that I wish he would have just, because I, I gave him plenty of, no, just stay home. No, 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 we're going to be fine. It's yeah. just like, well, he learned to have that low rider <laughs> car. That, yeah, get, now the, the next time you say, no, 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 stay home, he's going to go, okay. Oh, Okay. Okay, Grandma. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Because, oh, like I say, I just, uh, I knew better. You know, people that got the low riding cars, even though they got the front where the traction is okay. But the thing is, is that yeah, people just don't get it. It's, it's just, that's why I will always have a four by. Always. Okay. What kind of coffee was served on the Titanic? Today is, I think, the anniversary of when the Titanic sank, April fifteenth. I think it is. We should look that up. But anyway, what kind of coffee was served on the Titanic? Be back. Yo, thank you, thank you again for spending your Sunday afternoon on this, uh, what is it, sprintery, right? No, sprint, yeah, sprinter. Winter. Sprinter. Yeah, sprinter yeah. weekend. Yeah. The spring and winter combined. Yeah. Donna's u is Not like you're going to be a sprinter, but no. spring, winter yeah, combined. spring, winter there combined. You yep. So you also go to my uh, mytalk1071.com and check out uh, Carly po- posted a Boston Terrier that is pretty doggone good with that scooter. Yeah. I'll tell you. You know, that back legs, and they're not meant to walk like that, but boy, that sucker, I bet you, is a muscle bound. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. And check out all the other things that Carly put to. I, each week, I know I don't talk about them enough, so you can kind of be entertained on my show page. You can. Along with <laughs> listening to past shows on demand. And don't forget that yeah. all the shows in our pod, there's a podcast. Um, I Talk 1071 has their own app. I don't understand it because, remember, I only have a flip phone. So, but anyways. <laughs> yeah, and for those of you that are may have just uh, kind of come into our show right now, um, the first uh, hour of our show today is actually up on the website right now. Oh, well, how, did, how, did, how did that go so fast? Because uh, I do it while we talk. Oh, wow. You're man, multitasking person, you, I'll tell you. Yes. So, yeah, it should be up there. Anyway. Okay, you're good. Okay, what kind of coffee was served on the Titanic? And FYI, today is it was 106th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. Yes. Uh, 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 it was uh, April 15th is when it sank. And if I remember right here, in, I think it was in the early 1880s when they finally found the Titanic. They knew where it was, but where they actually went to it. Do you, oh. you know what I mean? You know, because it sunk in really huh. deep water. So I, I think so, if I'm not right. But uh, well, if I'm not, it sank in, wasn't it 1912? Well, 106 years ago, so I yeah, have no idea. something like that. My math skills aren't all that great. I think it was Okay, so what kind of coffee was served on the Titanic? Uh, think about it, think about I'm it. thinking, I feel like it has to do with sink or ice. Close. Ice tea? Close, no. Ice. Coffee. Iceberg coffee. No. I haven't coffee. heard this one. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't heard this one for a long time, and I don't even know if they still make it. Okay, you ready? What? Sanka. 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 They oh. serve uh, on the Titanic 
Sanka, Sanka. coffee. That's that interesting. Be, yeah, it used to be a saint. There used to be, I don't know if it's still out there. I don't drink coffee. That, that reminds you know. me of Cool Runnings. Except oh, cool in Runnings. Cool Runnings, you, you've movie. seen the movie, the movie right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's funny. You know, it's Sanka, but it's spelled like Sanka. Oh, yeah. The oh, guy's name. Oh, okay. Sanka, okay. you're dead. Yeah. Yaman. Yaman. Kiss my egg. There you <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. Oh my time. gosh, I love that movie. That I could movie. recite that movie wow. every yeah. day, no, all day. A, that's, it is, it, that was it's, good. Yeah. That was very good. It's a though. genius movie. For those of you that haven't seen it, I recommend you see it. And it is about cool runnings, about the Bobcats, Bobcat, <laughs> the, the bobsled riders from Jamaica, the right? The first Jamaican bobsled team. Yep. To go to the Olympics. Yep. Yes. Oh, I thought that, yeah, it was pretty, pretty dug Yeah, good. it's cool. Cool runnings. Hey, we yeah. might, might have time for a couple calls, so please give a holler. So we got open lines, 651-641-1071, 651-641-1071. We, got, we might be able to get two calls in here before the end of the show, or more if I don't talk too much. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? And Okay, somebody called and asked about the pet nutrition class. We canceled. It was supposed to be yesterday, but we made we, we changed the time. But then we just wound up canceling it all together. And then Dr. Jess and I, for some, it just the universe was working with us. We didn't think we'd have to, we could do another one until like late fall or maybe next spring. But anyway, so we rescheduled it for April 28th, April 28th. And it's going to be out at the Katie's Canines. And you have to pre-register. So you can go to my website, ktk9.com. Letter K, letter T, letter K, number nine.com. All right. And then, uh, so yeah, so, so the pet nutrition is $45 per person. And then there's handouts that are involved and such like that and so we talk about dog food or uh, dog nutrition and cat nutrition usually there's mostly you know dogs and so that's uh that's just fine so yeah so reschedule that for april 28th up at katie's canine you can go to my website and check out more if you want to but like i said very seldom me and uh, uh dr jess can get together because we're both so doggone busy and then dog parks folks are raising their ugly head again folks you know i hate dog parks because people go there to visit and are not watching the dynamics of the dogs and i got two calls Calls or three calls this year, this week of dogs that got snarked at. I mean, got beat up at the dog park because somebody wasn't paying attention. And so now the dog is the one that got snarked on, uh, that got beat up and puncture wounds and such like that, uh, are scared. They can't go for a walk because the dog is scared to death. Well, first of all, they just went through major trauma. Okay. So it's going to take a while to shake that off. So you're going to be night walker for a while. So you don't have to contend with it. But dog parks, like I say, what just get together with people that you know and the dogs get along where they build a friendship and so that you don't you don't have to watch the dynamics of it in a dog dot park boy you blink once and and all crap can uh, uh, go and too many people are going there humans are going there to visit and not paying attention and so then by the time they all of a sudden all hell's breaking loose and now dogs are hurt screaming and such like that fyi if your dog gets in a fight always go for the back legs of the dog that is the aggressor go for the back legs and shake them like a rug pull them straight towards you and kind of to the side okay but go for the back legs of the dog that's, that started the fight so that you can quick get in there. And the thing is, is that I wouldn't want to put uh, also too with the dog parks. Oh, I want to see my dog run and have a good time. Folks, folks, the dogs rather play with you. And the more time they spend at dog parks, the more dog uh, pushy they become. And most dogs under two are pretty much okay, depending on their personality. But as the older the dog gets, the more they hate doggy social periods they start becoming more reactive more snarky even if they didn't get snarky they become snark snarky because it's just too much going on it's hard work for a dog to uh, make friends and to uh, because your pack a uh, pack has to run a certain way 
So that's why you just take and bring this dog into dogs that they don't know. And now everybody's got a rank. And, and so the, the biggest thing I can say is that, you know, it's your, I know it's your decision. I just want you to think about it, but I'd rather just together, get together with family, friends, coworkers, find a, you know, a place that we could uh, just hang out, maybe my backyard, you know, fenced in yard or their fenced in yard or find something. We can watch them have a, you know, run around, have fun, but then we don't have to worry about all heck breaking loose. And then th- those of you that have shy dogs, uh, worry, worry, nervous Nellies, they never, ever go to a dog park. Never. Because you will put that dog into the toilet really bad. Because a dog is scared. You have to build their confidence through obedience training, trick training, maybe agility training. That's what your job is with a a nervous Nelly. Not thinking, well, I'm going to make you social by bringing to a dog park. No. Wrong. Huge wrong. Huge. Because it just unnerves them. They don't know how to, where's the exit? Where's the exit? How do I get out of here? Too much going on. You're just going to put them in a toilet. And then Dogs that are shy, nervous, or Nellies or whatever, when people come over to your house, put the dog on a leash so he can't run from it and tell everybody, don't look at the dog, don't touch the dog, just walk on by. Because you want the dog to warm up to the people that come in. Don't let anybody go into the face and space of a shy or nervous dog because they're looking for the exit and allow the dog to come to you. A side profile to a dog is a calming signal. Do not stick your hand in their face and space. Uh, have some really good treats. Uh, like Nutrisource has some, they look like little rabbit turds, <laughs> but they're grain-free and, oh, they stink and dogs love that. Well, you just kind of lob it to the dog and say the dog's name, So, but don't reach your hand out. You, the only time you get to pet a nervous or a worried dog is when their whole body is wiggly and giggly going, it's a lady with the treats. I love you. I love you. I love you. Now the dog is coming into your face and space and then he's giving you a right, but it's a slow process. Sometimes I have a treat in my hand and I have my, let's say my right hand and uh, my right leg, my thumb is attached to my right leg. I put the treat in there at eye level and just keep my hand there and late, let's see if the dog wants to come up and take the treat out of my hand. If not, then I just drop the, open my hand and drop the treat and move away and let him come in for it. And the goal would be that I keep my hand. I'd never, never reach out to pet him. I don't care if he's taking that treat from me. No, but I, the, his body language has to tell me that he wants to be my friend. Okay. Okay, we got to run to trivia. Okay, yeah, I'm really bad today. I'm sorry. Okay, uh, there's one. Uh, there's one. One more. What are we gonna do here? Oh no, I don't like that one. Okay, okay, we're gonna go. Let's. We're gonna talk. Uh, death is the number one killer in the world. Think about it. Death is the number one killer in the world. Think about it. Alrighty then, we're winding down. Winding down. Did you think about that? Death is the number one killer in the world. Did you get that? These little food for thought things. Okay. Give a person a fish, you feed them for a day. Teach a person to use the internet, and they won't bother you for weeks, months, or maybe even years. <laughs> so true. So true. <laughs> Health nuts are going to feel stupid someday, Tie, lying in the hospital, dying of nothing. Think about it. Think about it. Health nuts are going to feel stupid someday. Lying in the hospital, dying of nothing. Okay. Huh. Okay, then. There you go. Well. You ready for the last one? Okay. Probably not, but okay. Life is sexually transmitted. Life is sexually transmitted. Think about it. Think about it. I'm thinking. All right. 
The okay. wheels are a turning. I thought I heard something grinding over the airways. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then go. You got to go to uh, mytalk1071.com. Go to my Katie Canine Show page, and the one that you posted last week uh, of a baby laughing and the dog playing. Okay, honestly, I just got done watching it. That is hysterical. I, know, I love anything right? with baby laughing yes. because there is nothing better than I told Sandra that to get the kids, you know, laugh uh, because they play it back someday when they're older. But anyway, this Sheltie is just like doing what I call the zoomies, where shot out of a cannon and just and then you know coming up and go back and yeah. and usually I hate videos with dogs and kids because I'm just I can I can see you the make dog. It, it makes you nervous. Yes, the yes. dog is about yes. ready to like I'm gonna rip your face off. Right, this Sheltie is just having a riot with this kid. Yeah, and the and the baby is just laughing and he's play bowing to the dog. The dog is play bowing to him. And so, yeah, so this is a pup ball, one of the very few that I have seen where I am not like, what the, pay attention to your kid. Right. You know, and so whereas, uh, yeah, this one, it was just hysterical. So you got to watch, uh, we got, the, today was a Boston Terrier dri- riding a scooter where he's standing up doing the scooter, standing yeah. up on his hand le- by hind legs. Yeah. And then last week where the dog, the dog is making the babies laugh, you've got to check that out. <laughs> Go to mytalk1071.com. I'm a little bit slow to the party, but I get her done. <laughs> you do. It's okay. You know, I put it up there. People like to search. There you know, know. Yeah, there look you at go. all the other ones you post. Cause you do a good job posting them things. Thank and you. I, Thank and I just you. get on to other things and forget to mention that, hey, go to mytalk1071.com. Remember we podcast now, load us up on, on your apps. We got an app for my talk. Yes. So you can get, I have a, they even put me on the podcast. I am just so impressed. It's, yes. I, I just, it's cool. Okay, let's get probably one last call in. Okay, sounds good. We have Crystal on the line and Crystal has a question about her dog that is running away well we don't want that no no hey crystal how you doing hi i'm good how are you good so what kind of puppy do you got that doesn't like to be home <laughs> uh, well he runs from me at a walk i have a stand i have two standard poodles okay and it's my youngest one he's almost three mm-hmm. and i live on um you know i've like over uh, over 100 acres so oh we my. walk a lot just okay on our land yep and so he's not really on a leash all that much unless we're going somewhere. You know? Now, how old is the poodle? So, um, he's almost three. Three, okay. And when, I, when I'm just walking from my house, of course, he'll follow me back. But if I drive somewhere and then have him get out of the car and we walk, when we get without a, maybe 100 yards of the car, he just backs away. He, I, you know, I try and get him to come to me and he won't. Mm-hmm. And the other one is just trotting along and we'll just get in the car. Well, this one won't come near me. And I tried treats. I've tried walking away backwards from him. Mm -hmm. I've tried laying down on the ground. All right, boy, you can know the tricks. Did he get a squeaky toy out? I haven't tried that. Get a squeaky toy out. And then what you got to do is, now, are you standing by the car trying to get him to come to the car so you can leave again? Yeah, but even when we get near, like kind of, you know, within... I side of the car. He okay. will not. Let, he won't get near me. Okay. Because being now, how how long has he been doing this? Uh, maybe maybe about a year now. He's been doing this for a year. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Okay, so the thing yeah. is, is that, yeah, now it's become a bad habit. <laughs> a really bad. He, uh, he's created a, a really bad uh, thing here. Like, watch this. <laughs> so what I would do is that we got to break the habit, number one. And so when you go to, now you're just going for a walk. Is that the, the, the gist of this here? Yeah. Okay, you're going to get a 20-foot long line. Not a retractable leash. Do you have horses? Uh, use a lunge line. 
okay? okay. And hook it onto the to the dog so that because you want to be able to follow through with what you want so he cannot run away from you and he cannot freeze, all right? So mm-hmm. now you now you're starting to walk past back to the car, right? And he's like, "Nah, I don't think so." And he and he stops, correct? Yep. Okay. So then what you're going to do is have a squeaker and okay. squeak it and go, "Hey, let's go. Hurry up." And when he comes, give him a treat. Okay, and then when he comes, squeak, 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 give him a treat. Yay, yay, you, and then then turn around and not go back to the car. Go someplace else. You know, go to the right, go to the left, but don't change up the scenario of what the dog sees. Because it's just like the people that stand in the exact same spot in the backyard to call their dog in to bring him into the house. Okay, the dog learns, that, and, and poodles are smart, the dog learns that, hey, if I come to you when you stand there, I we're going in the house. I don't want to go in the house. Screw you. Goodbye. All right. So now when you are wanting to go back to the car, he's basically saying, you know, screw you. I don't want to go back to the car. I want, hey, I want to still play around. And so what you've got to do is break the cycle and then don't always do the exact same thing. Set the scenario up like he comes into you. Oh, good job. Good job. And then walk away from the car and go back for a walk for a little bit more. All right. Change okay. it up. Um, and then sometimes when he uh, does, he is he treat motivated? Not really. Okay, yeah, some dogs aren't. But does he have a favorite toy, like a ball or something that he's really nuts about? Um, you know, he doesn't. His oh. brother, like, his brother is totally the opposite. Oh, okay. Okay, so you've got a very toy. stoic poodle and a very thought provoking one okay he's figuring out the angles that Mm -hmm. you know this play stuff is beneath me i am not gonna fall for that (laughs) but so the thing is is that so because you have this stoic thought clever you know one you got to be more clever than him you got to look at it how he sees it what the end result is and so then it's got to benefit him in the very end and so that's why what you got to do is like you know set up the scenario he's on a long line a 20 foot long line you know and then like i say if he doesn't come then what you just kind of do is you, you you bend your waist, you clap your hands at eye level, and you shuffle backwards. Dogs love to chase things. You become the object of the chase. All right. Okay. And yeah. then when he comes into you, oh, very. Give him a you know a finger massage is what you want. Oh, what a body, such a body. Then stand up, say good job, and then walk, go back walking into the field again. So remember, okay. you want to change up the end result. And remember, you're not playing. You're playing with one that's a, a, a cunning, a very clever looking at all the angles all right and so that's why he doesn't sucker into like you know you want a ball you let you know that where he has favorite toys he's very stoic is what he is and so that's why you know things are he doesn't go to the the happy side that often he's a thinker and so that's why you've got to find things that he you know totally truly enjoys uh, and, and and figure out whether it's a massage or whatever. But just figure it out, and you'll be able to work it out. But you, I would use a squeaker toy. always gets a dog's attention. And the reason why, they hate the noise. It's like a nails on a chalkboard. And they come to it to try to make you stop it. <laughs> because they do not want to listen to it. And so it's not mm-hmm. to play with it. And that's why dogs get it out in 0.2 seconds. Yeah. Is because it's like, I hate this thing, and don't you do that again. And so then that way now, uh, so that's the whole thing. But you're using it to get his attention, using it to do do the, his uh, the attention is what you're after. Okay? okay. 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 Well, good luck with that. You can give me a call up at Katie's Canines. Okay. Yes. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. And everybody, thanks for listening on this beautiful snowy splinter day. And don't hide your dogs. Train them. And thank you, Carly. As always, you do a fantastic job. 106 years ago today, the Titanic sank. Just a little FYI.